This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome to our Lord's house this morning as we gather together for worship. We begin with our first song. We stand and lift up our hands, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now, how great, how awesome is He, and together we sing, everyone sing. Holy is the Lord God Almighty, the earth is filled with His glory. Holy is the Lord God Almighty, the earth is filled with His glory. The earth is filled with His glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserved your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Upon this, your confession. I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I read our psalm for this morning. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and the unjust man... Deliver me, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. I will praise you with the lyre, O God my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him my salvation and my God. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From deceitful and unjust man, deliver me, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, by your great goodness, mercifully look upon your people that we may be governed and preserved evermore in body and soul. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, 
now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading this morning is written in the 22nd chapter of Genesis. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them, together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went on, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in Hebrews chapter 9, beginning at verse 11. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Which one of you convicts me of sin? 
If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the word of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? And the prophets died. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. The Lord be with you. Our text this morning from Genesis 22. Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. These are the words of our text. God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Nothing new under the sun. And there's not a whole lot that can shock us anymore, is there, in our day? We've heard it all. We've seen it all. We've even read about it all. We are used to people doing unthinkable things, parents doing unspeakable things. And we see or hear or read about something scandalous. And we're not even scandalized by it. There is nothing new under the sun. But our story of Abraham and Isaac, well, it's scandalous, isn't it? I mean, even to our modern mind, that Abraham, a man of God, would bind up his son, put him on an altar, raise the knife above him, ready to plunge it into his son to sacrifice him to God. That's scandalous. Even to us, who know the story, who know the ending, 
It's a scandal. Let's review it. Abraham is a man of promise, isn't he? And he has faith in the promise of God. And faith in the God who has made the promise to him. And what was that promise? God promised to make Abraham a father. The father of many, many people. A great nation with descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, the sands on the seashore. And from these children and their children's children, a Savior would come who would redeem the world. And Abraham believes. Years go by, decades pass, time marches on. Abraham is an old man. And all Abraham has is a promise. It's just Abraham and Sarah. He's 100 years old. She's 10 years behind him. She's way too old to have a baby. But Abraham hangs on to the promise. Now it's true, he wavers, he doubts, he questions, and at Sarah's urging, he takes things into his own hands and has a son by another woman. But he still hangs on to the promise of God. And one day, God and two visitors stop by Abraham's tent, and God says to Abraham, the time is here. In the spring, Sarah is going to have a baby boy. And Sarah laughs. Abraham believes. All things are possible with God. And sure enough, God is faithful. He keeps his word, and Isaac is born. And the baby brings laughter and joy to an old couple. That's miraculous. Nothing scandalous so far. Years go by. A decade passes. Time marches on. Abraham is older. And Isaac now is a strong, strapping young man. And God speaks to Abraham. Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. That's scandalous. God makes a promise. He keeps the promise. And now God says, sacrifice the promise. What will Abraham do? The next morning, the very next morning, the next sunrise, Abraham rises early in the morning, saddles his donkey, and two young men takes them with him and his son Isaac, and he cuts wood for the burnt offering. And he arose and he went to the place God had told him about. Abraham obeys God. Now that is scandalous. Boy, is that scandalous, especially in our day. We flaunt our disobedience to God, and we dare God to do something about it. But obedience? Abraham-like obedience? I mean, that really is scandalous, that someone would actually obey God. That type of obedience is almost unheard of, even among Christians. Did God really say? No way. I'm going to do it my way. That's what we like to say. But God speaks. And Abraham saddles up, then bundles up Isaac, puts his son, his only son, the son of the promise, 
puts Isaac right there on the altar, grabs the knife. He's actually going to do it. Abraham is going to do the deed. Offer Isaac as a sacrifice to God. And that is scandalous. And Isaac, he goes along with it. Isaac allows it to happen. He's strong. His dad is old. He could walk away, run away, escape. But he doesn't. He stays there and allows his dad to bind him up and put him on the altar. And that too is scandalous, isn't it? And Abraham obeys God. There's got to be more. There's got to be more to this story. What in the world is Abraham thinking? What in the world moves Abraham to such obedience? Well, in order to get the answer to that question, we have to go back to the future. Well, the future for Abraham, the past for us. We have to look into God's word. God's word written long after what happens at Mount Moriah. The answer to our quest is found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 17. Listen. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. Let's stop right there for a second. It is by faith. You see, Abraham is acting on faith. He is offering up Isaac because Abraham believes something. What does Abraham believe? Well, he believes God. He believes God's promise. And what is God's promise? God said, through Isaac, your offspring will be named. God promises that Isaac is going to be the father of children. And from the descendants of one of Isaac's children, the Savior of the world will be born. And all of the people of the earth will be blessed by that Savior. There's got to be more, right? There has to be something more about Abraham's faith that moves him to do this. And we read about that something more in Hebrews 11, verse 18. Listen. Abraham considered that God was even able to raise Isaac from the dead. There. That's it. Abraham believes that if he plunges the knife into his son Isaac, God will raise Isaac from the dead on that altar. Why? Because it is through the living Isaac that grandchildren will be born to Abraham. This faith is seen in what Abraham says to his two servants. You forgot about them, didn't you? They went along with Abraham and Isaac, remember? And when they get near to the region of Moriah, Abraham tells them to wait there. And we read these words. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship, and we will come again to you. Now, if you read it real fast, you might miss it. But if you slow down and chew on that passage slowly, you catch it. Stay here. We're going over there, and when we're done, the boy and I, me and Isaac, we're coming back to you. That's faith. God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. Isaac knows that, or Abraham knows that. And he says to the servants, when it's all over, me and the boy, 
are coming back. He believes that even if he plunges the knife into Isaac, God will raise him from the dead right there. Abraham believes God's word. Whatever God says, Abraham believes. Oh, for a faith. Oh, for a faith like that. That when God speaks, we listen. More than that, we believe what God says. Even if it makes no sense, even if it is scandalous to our modern mind. For example, infant baptism. Infant baptism saves. That's scandalous to some, but we believe it. The body and blood of Jesus, truly present in and with and under the bread and the wine. For you, for the forgiveness of your sins, scandalous. But we believe it. I forgive you your sins, even the really bad ones. That's scandalous, but we believe it. God says, I even forgive the person who did you wrong, violated you, disappointed you, failed you. I even forgive him or her. Scandalous, but we believe. I will raise you from the dead and give to you everlasting life. Scandalous, and yet we believe. Oh, for a faith that takes God at his word. Faith that believes that what the Bible says is true. I like this paraphrase of what we've been talking about. By faith, Abraham, at the time of testing, offered Isaac back to God. Acting in faith, he was ready to return the promised son, his only son. And this, after he had already been told, your descendants shall come from Isaac. Abraham figured that if God wanted to, he could raise the dead. In a sense, that's what happened when he received Isaac back alive from off the altar. And that is what happened. Abraham gets Isaac back from off the altar alive. Just as Abraham is about to plunge the knife, God speaks. Abraham, Abraham. And he says, here I am. He said, do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. Oh, you can see Abraham and Isaac, can't you, doing their happy dance? (laughs) Oh yeah, God is good. God is faithful. Abraham gets Isaac back from the dead. Isaac was as good as dead. Abraham was going to do it until God stopped him. And then Abraham and Isaac and the servants went home from the region of Moriah. Now, don't try this at home. (laughs) This test was only for Abraham. Not for you. (laughs) The Bible is describing what happened with Abraham, and it is not saying to you, go now and do likewise. Yes, imitate Abraham's faith, but don't go home and sacrifice your children. (laughs) There are other tests that God has for you and me, not this one. To do this would be scandalous, and it would be wrong. It would be murder. One more thing. There's another word of faith for Abraham in this text. Remember when Isaac said, Dad, here's the wood, here's the fire, where's the lamb? And what did Abraham say? Son, 
God will see to it that there is a lamb for the offering. God provided a lamb. It was caught by its horns in the thicket. And Abraham kills that ram on the altar, not Isaac, his son. And so what name do you think God gave, or Abraham gave to that mountain? He called it Yahweh Yireh, which means the Lord will provide. Another way of translating it is God will see to it. God provided the ram. Years go by, decades pass away, time marches on, centuries pass. And there in the shadow of Mount Moriah, where Abraham built his altar and put Isaac upon it, there God offers up his son for you and me and for all people. For Mount Calvary, it stands. It stands right in the shadows of Mount Moriah. And there on the cross, the Lord provided the lamb for the offering. His son, given in your place and my place, Jesus carries our sin. Jesus becomes sin for you and me. He dies our death. He pays for our sins. He offers his life. We know how the story of Jesus goes. But think about this. God stopped Abraham, but the father did not stop the sacrifice of his own son. And that's scandalous, isn't it? And yet it is marvelous in our eyes. God gives his son His son, who is a descendant of Abraham and Isaac, he doesn't spare Jesus, but offers him as the sacrifice to pay the wages of sin for you and for me. Jesus willingly takes the nails, wears the thorns, and gives his life for you. No one takes Jesus' life from him. He lays it down of his own accord. Jesus gives his life and dies for us. God sees to it, and he redeems you and me. On the mountain of the Lord, Calvary, the Lamb of God was provided. And in Christ, the promise to Abraham is fulfilled. You will become a great nation, and all of the nations of the world will be blessed by you. And on the third day, Jesus rises from the dead victorious. And on the last day, Jesus will now give back to you all of your loved ones who died in the faith. Just as he gave Isaac back to Abraham, so Jesus will give back to you, your parents, your grandparents, children, uncles, aunts, those you love. He will give them back to you victorious over death and the grave. Why? Because on the mountain of the Lord it has been provided. God has seen to it. And like Abraham, by faith, we believe. And God will make all things new under the Son, His Son, Jesus, your Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. We speak together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. 
he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. The splendor of the King, clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, and trembles at his voice, and trembles at his voice. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God.